0: what's up everybody welcome to the millennial hour we are candace and jay two millennials just out here trying to make it here on the millennial hour we'll be talking about life love pop culture current events and everything in between you'll get our honest opinions and thoughts on various subjects and we hope you enjoy so with that friend how you been doing in the last what two four guess because it'll be four weeks when this airs
1: okay so. so in
0: the last four weeks
1: uh, had some ups and some downs highs and lows mm-hmm. um well no i'm doing really well i'm excited for whatever is coming my way mm-hmm. and because i am affirming there's going to be all kind of positive things going to be happening soon and the things that are just all the lows i'm just i know that they're all going to be just temporary so that's just where i'm at i'm, I'm Okay with the low, so 'cause they're just temporary, they're not gonna be stuck and I'm not stuck there, they don't they don't define me. Mm-hmm. So I'm just excited for what's to come. What's to
0: come, yes.
1: yeah. Um same basically.
0: Like there have been ups and downs in the last month, I guess. Uh, but for the most part, everything's been pretty good. I think my lowest stuff has just been therapy work and stuff like that. Like that's been a lot. But outside of that, everything else has been pretty damn good. You know there's like gray days mm-hmm. for the most part yeah everything's
1: been pretty good you have some high highs up there though <laughs> what you <laughs> talking about <laughs> like you've just been loved on friend. i mean it's you know yes love, is, love is good love is good <laughs> okay don't try to play it you've had some high highs
0: Yes. You're working
1: out and stuff. Like, friends, talk about it. you really? out here doing stuff.
0: You're working out. You're working out. Like, oh, you, me yes. actually working out. You. Yes. I have got a personal trainer, and I've been working, and she has been killing my ass. <laughs> but it's okay, because it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. And I actually, like, feel stronger. After our first session, I was like, call me crazy, but like, I actually, like, you can tell my arms are like actually getting stronger. Like, they look different now. Oh,
1: you, got, you got some definition. Got going.
0: a little tone going. Got I mean, a little tone. Friend, it's
1: like 47 degrees outside, and friend out here wearing soccer <laughs> some shorts. I, was, I came in here, I was like, uh, where's my friend Jay? Because my friend Jay would not have on those no shorts. Right. I don't even think, as your friend for like living years. I've even seen your <laughs> <friend>. <laughs> Okay, this is a whole different side than I'm ever seeing. Like, friend wear sweats in the summertime.
0: You're not wrong. (laughs) Like, now that you've mentioned it, I low-key do think this is probably the first time you've seen me in shorts. Or at least, like, these type of shorts. Mm
1: -hmm. Like,
0: I've worn, like, cargo shorts and stuff, but yeah. This is
1: the first time I've seen your knees. (laughs) You have
0: nice knees. Well, thank you, friend. I appreciate that. Yeah, like, my go-to wear is sweatpants.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Or,
0: like, cargo shorts.
1: I'm telling y'all, like, it'd be 103 degrees and Fran's going to be wearing a hoodie and some sweats. And it's going to be all black. All black. So, <laughs> when I tell you, it's 47 degrees outside and Fran has these shorts on. But I got on socks. Whatever's happening in your life, keep doing it, girl. Because... You different, and I'm here for the difference.
0: <laughs> I have one literal, like, fuzzy socks, like, with the, the lining on the inside. Like, short shorts, and I don't even know what type of material this is. Like, a jacket. Like, it makes no sense. I look like I'm meant to be in multiple different weathers right <laughs> But I'm comfortable, and that's what matters the
1: most. I'm here for Cause it. Because I,
0: I put the socks on low-key, like, right before you came, because my feet was cold.
1: So, you didn't even have the socks on prior? You had nothing on your feet? Your feet was bare? It was just, my feet was just out. So, friend, what vitamins is your trainer giving you? I mean... Have you ever seen my toes? <laughs> no. Like, I don't think so. No. But don't do it because it'd be too much for my my life. Like I'm okay with just the knees. Like I can not only do so
0: much. Bro, we have been friends for like literally eleven years, and this is the first time you see my knees. And the I first can't time, you, I swear, it's like your
1: eyes up here, but it's just. And you've never actually seen my feet, not really. Are they are they lighter? Cause do they see the sun? I don't show me because <laughs> I'm not ready. It's the way I just <laughs> paused to think about it. I was like, are they?
0: They might be, cause I know my arms. Like this is my actual skin tone versus this.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
0: this is my real skin tone, mm-hmm. but this is the part that actually sees the sun when it does see the sun.
1: Yeah, I mean I've seen you in like little tanks and stuff. You mm-hmm. know? Like, here, after you've taken the three thousand layers
0: <laughs> of clothes
1: of off, clothes. Like
0: I have on, uh, like a tank top, a t shirt, a hoodie. Yeah, that's no, typical. That's staple. That's yeah. your staple.
1: Mm-hmm. And for you to just have <laughs> one and one and one and one. I mean,
0: technically, I have one tank up under this.
1: But th- that's it. That's it. Yeah. Is <laughs> it? Is there a hole in your ceiling from where you, they have switched you out? Like, <laughs> who are you?
2: <laughs>
0: but I had the heater on when you came in here. Like, none of it makes sense. None of
1: it. But you would still have had like a comfy a blanket sweats the blanket right there but you don't have it on right now this is true and so when, when i saw you and you knew you was coming to the door open oh you coming to the door let me in yep and, and the cold air is gonna hit you and you was, it did and it, i was like damn that's actually damn cold outside <laughs> you make making fun of me like you didn't have to, you didn't have to come out with the parka though
0: i ain't been outside all day so i really don't you know i don't i don't get sunlight i don't get vitamin d you know yeah if i don't open up the shade on my window i don't even know what it looks like outside
1: how do you tell time
0: the computer (laughs) that's about it like i do not know
1: oh man well it's still winter outside it's cold okay all of a
0: sudden, because for the Super Bowl, they genetically modified the fucking weather. Because what the hell was that? It was 95 degrees. <laughs> and then it rained. The very and next then, day. Right. And after,
1: it yeah. went back to like 90 degrees. Yeah. Like California is bipolar.
0: Nah, they had to have genetically modified the weather. Because, because ain't no way.
1: all that money was going to be out here in LA. Mm-hmm. Like, we about to lose this money, okay? Absolutely. But LA need this money. Let's
0: pay China Tuesday sun. <laughs> no, on God, because it was like, so it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Sunday was Super Bowl. Monday, Valentine's Day, the next day. So it got warm on like Thursday. It like got increasingly warm. So Thursday, it was like, okay, it's a little warmer outside. Friday was like, all right, we warm. Saturday, it was hot as hell out there. Sunday, hot as hell. Monday, cooling down a little bit, Tuesday rain. Like, they made sure Sunday it was going to be nice and sunny in Los Angeles, California. (laughs) I said, this don't make no damn sense.
1: Uh, That's a high as well, the L.A. Rams.
0: Oh, they won. They won. That has happened since last episode. Child, it's really been a month since we last recorded. Yeah, so
1: L.A. was crazy. That's why we were kind of like had to push back yeah it was
0: insane. It was wild like if you
1: live out here for real for real, you really don't want to be outside because oh you knew there's gonna be a lot of traffic on, with cars on the freeway but also just traffic of people everywhere mm-hmm. my husband works at university studios he took that whole week off oh yeah he yeah. knew it was gonna be insane and mm-hmm. it was insane
0: yeah <laughs> so because like me and little bit were talking about this actually like why in the hell would they have the super bowl the same weekend as valentine's day <laughs> like, I know they added a game somewhere in there, right? And now there, there it was postponed because of COVID.
2: Correct. And
0: then I think there was a game added on top of that. It so was. it just put it in that weekend. It's like, y'all know y'all could have postponed that shit another week and nobody would have complained. Like, it would have been fine. Y'all had that shit during Valentine's Day weekend. So it was hectic as hell. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Insane.
1: That's why I wasn't even in L.A. Because I live. Maybe what five miles from from, from the, the the stadium, stadium yeah So yeah. I was like, nope. I mean, they're gonna stay home. But the Rams are my uncle's team. Like he mm. was an original fan when they were here originally. Mm-hmm. Stayed with them when they were in St. Louis. So for them to come back here and to be in the Super Bowl and win and win, I yeah. had to have been there like to see his reaction. Mm-hmm. So I was in Downey. I was I was fine oh there. you were I, I was, thought you because you said last time we talked you said you weren't gonna go so you went I went I had to mm-hmm. like it was his team mm-hmm. and I was just thankful that they or my, my aunt and uncle are still here and I wanted mm-hmm. to be able to celebrate this this
0: fine. with them whether yeah. yeah, they win
1: or lose I just wanted to be there and yeah, just so happened they pulled the win
0: mm-hmm.
1: got a win for it LA it was like
0: 23
1: to 20 I don't remember <laughs> I don't know if they won but first of all I had lost all interest after the halftime show that halftime show did you watch the halftime show i did not friend so la rams won Mm -hmm. but it was compton who got victorious that's what i heard because dr Mm Dre put compton's literal map (laughs) on the freaking super Bowl field so who all because it was dre
0: eminem 50 cent and mary j right yes okay and kendrick lamar that's right so, yeah, you know, Kendrick and Dre was like, we got a rep for Compton. I
1: mean, cause yeah. it, because it's, it's like Dre and what Dre has done mm-hmm. for the industry. Mm-hmm. So, Dre literally had, because well, if, if, if he weren't from Compton, you don't know. Mm-hmm. So, he's standing on, him, Snoop Dogg, are all standing on landmarks mm-hmm. from Compton. So, me, I'm glad I was with my family. Cause mm-hmm. My husband doesn't know anything about Compton. And so when his reaction, his reaction with his family, we watched it at his parents' house. He mm-hmm. was like, we don't get it. What is this? My whole face is like, See? So we sit here standing up. We losing our voice. Like, they literally standing on monuments wow. for Compton. The lights and stuff that was all around them was mm-hmm. streets in Compton. Oh. They had, like, dudes dressed up in, like, the dickies and everything they doing. Mm-hmm. They all crip walking and everything. Like, it's, Compton, mm. and so and then so you have like uh, Kendrick coming out. Um, he had the Dre Day, which is what Dre's mm-hmm. album was, and then Eminem comes out of the freaking Compton courthouse. Mm.
0: I know he took a knee. I knew that was he a big a thing. Knee, but he
1: comes out the Compton courthouse. So he takes mm-hmm. the knee, and but he, he takes the knee in this monumental way because uh, Dre is playing. Uh, the song he did with Tupac.
2: Oh. And so it could have
1: been either way. He's doing it in honor of Tupac, but mm-hmm. he's doing it also in line with, with Colin Kaepernick and all oh. the issues with football.
0: That's true. That's true. Yeah. So
1: I was just I was here for it. Mm-hmm. And what was, the most surprising thing was is that my fav, my me and my husband's favorite artist right now, mm. Anderson Paak, mm. was Eminem's drummer. Oh, so he's sitting here. You don't. You didn't know he's gonna be there mm-hmm. until you to get the, they pin the shot on Eminem and right behind him is the man with the best smile in the world. <laughs> and he has merchandise now. I'm Eminem's drummer. I was like, wow, I'm here which is Dre.
0: ridiculous because
1: you're a whole Anderson pack. And then Silk Sonic, right? So now you Eminem's drummer. Like I'm here for it. Like you have totally come up mm, from where he started. Yeah, because he, he was like Dre. he started with Dre. Oh, like, I didn't know that. That's how we found out about him. Like Dre's oh. last latest like his last album the, mm-hmm. the Compton wait, I forgot what it's called mm-hmm. it was terrible. I think but, it's called Compton yeah. yeah so that one is where mm-hmm. Harper and I heard Dre I mean heard Andrew Anderson for Pack for like, the, the time? first time I did not know
0: that mm-hmm. interesting
1: okay mm-hmm. that's so it, wild it was all full circle so I was in here super excited I'm like mm-hmm. oh my gosh mm-hmm. so if you didn't know you didn't know like it had Tams up there mm-hmm. they had whole Compton Boulevard up there I'm mm-hmm. like
0: and see, so you know how you talk talking about Compton right now? And you know how you was like, Harper, be like, I don't know. That's me and Marissa. Marissa is you and I am Harper. Because she be talking about all these Compton things. I'm like, okay, so where's that at? And she's like, you don't know how to get to something. I'm like, I was not raised in Compton. I didn't move to Compton until I was 20 years old. I was a full-grown adult when I moved to Compton. No, I don't know where any of this shit right is.
1: you're right on the cusp. You've lived on the cusp. Of what? Like
0: hundred twentieth ain't nowhere near Compton.
1: I mean,
0: technically, that's not even Los Angeles. That's that it's called like Athens or something. That
1: area because our our mutual friend lived a couple of blocks up from you, right? Off of what was that? San, Who the hell? San Pedro mutual friend
0: our former mutual friend oh that's on um, that's only a
1: couple blocks
0: that's maine and i don't remember the cross street man but, like that, that's that's what i'm saying oh my nah that, yeah that's 120th is it 120th in figueroa 120th in maine right now. somewhere over there i don't know oh, still. but that's further what direction is that no yeah, no, what direction is that?
1: We are, we're both directly
0: challenged on assets. But either, it's it's, for, it's closer to Compton. Mm-hmm. Even though that's still not, that's not Compton. That area.
1: That area is having to be L.A. See, that red line and everything is all weird. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's either L.A. Does anybody, anybody's mail even say Watts? I don't
0: know. That, you know what? The area might actually be considered Watts. But or, like, is Watts adjacent? Watts? I don't know. I don't think so.
1: Because I... When we went to King Drew, that's Compton, but technically that's in lots. Technically, that's LA. Yeah, but the that's, address that is
0: address is LA.
1: It says LA? Yeah. Uh, I think so. See, it's weird. It's Child. weird, I know Compton. I can be dropped off anywhere in Compton. And I know exactly where I'm at. People can ask me where certain stuff is, and I would know. Cause my mama was born and raised there. My grandparents were like the second blacks to live on that street on 165th Street.
0: Yeah. Nah. I mean, you can drop me off anywhere in college, and I know how to get home just because I know how to get home no matter where I'm at.
1: If she tells you landmarks, like, oh, do you know what that is? You don't know what that is? So what, what city do you really gravitate towards? Like, what do you... I know L.A. The L.A. is huge. I know. So you know all of L.A.
0: I know the Baldwin Hills area. Okay. I know Culver City a little bit. Um, I know... I know it's different but I don't know the names, but I know different spots in L.A. Um, but I know, like, the Baldwin, not Baldwin, the Delamo area.
1: Is that technically L.A.? That's South Bay. Well, it's still Los Angeles. You sound like you a tourist. You have, tour. like, these. You n- sound like a tourist.
0: <laughs> you have, like, the city miniature Valley's city. L.A.
1: No, you have, like, the city miniature LA. cities
0: within the big city of L.A. So
1: you're about L.A. County. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> But yes, King Drew technically is Los Angeles.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but it's, cause you know what, that technically is Los Angeles. No, Compton technically doesn't start until right here, Centennial, and that's on one twentieth. So yeah, that's L A. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause the Compton parade used to run right here on Central. Mm-hmm. Because um, it's weird, cause right behind that is Alondra. No, not what? Alondra. Wilmington. I'm sorry. Rayburn. Yeah, because Alondra Rayburn. run a whole Rayburn.
1: different direction. Rayburn. That's on the other side. That is not right. Ooh, not even
0: that. Alondra runs a whole different direction.
1: Oh. But
0: yeah, that's Wilmington back there. Technically, Wilmington is Compton.
1: Oh, that's technically Willowbrook.
0: You're right. Hey, but doesn't Willowbrook turn into Wilmington?
1: Willowbrook is that's what I'm saying. Like it's the weird. Whole constant LA, yeah. Is, it's, the,
0: it's that that little bubble right there is hard to figure out. Yeah, depending on weird. who you ask, it's Watts. Somebody else is confident. Somebody else is LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's weird. But yes, um, back on goddamn topic. Cause <laughs> where were we at? Um. So the Super Bowl happened, mm-hmm. Valentine's Day happened, mm-hmm. which was interesting. It was a nice Valentine's weekend.
1: What are you saying? So it was interesting.
2: No, but what is the, what's the holiday? You know how
0: to do me like that. <laughs> Valentine's Day. Yes. Yeah, I say Valentine's, I don't <laughs> give a damn. They used to stress that so hard in school, and I was like, I'm going to say Valentine's every time. Just like I say mines. I don't care. It's mines. They're like, is it a landmine? No, it's mines. I don't care. <laughs> you know, black people add an S to
1: everything.
0: But yeah, Valentine's Day was fun. <laughs>
1: Now that you even said it, I can't not correct it. Uh, i uh, the people going to correct you. i going to say, wait, what did Jay say?
0: No, they're not, because they don't even be interacting with us for real.
2: Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just a, a quick little call out. I mean, we be telling y'all to interact with us and y'all don't. So do y'all really listen to full
1: episodes? I mean. Yeah, then correct Jay when she's like talking about Valentine's Day. <laughs>
0: But I make sure when I write it, I put the N in there every time. Because I know it's with an N. Because okay. I know I say it with an L.
1: As, as long as you know.
0: <laughs> All right. But yeah, that was a fun little weekend.
1: Mm-hmm. It
0: was it was an interesting weekend. Interesting weekend. Very, it was
1: yeah. fun. It was very hot. Whew. Yeah. But it was
0: fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It was.
1: it was cool. That means it was a lot of LA like, was popping. Yeah, was a lot of celebrities, a lot of parties. mhm Like I heard that Mario had a concert for like ten dollars. Where? LA? Downtown
0: LA? I mean, but also that sounds about right because who would pay any more than ten dollars <laughs> to see Mario? <laughs>
1: I'm sure that was somebody else with him. I'm just saying. I mean, it could have been for like charity or he something. He was out
0: singing Just a Friend over and over again because that's the only song we know about him.
1: No. Name one more. Come on and brave. Okay. My head.
0: That's fair. That's fair.
1: <laughs> Name another one. Maybe I just don't get it. That's my jam. Do you, you enjoy being hurt? I know you smell it perfect. That's Mario?
0: yes. And now I'm a song in my head.
1: Maybe you should let me know.
0: Yeah. yeah, you right, you right. So he got one, he got one more song in Ray J do. Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> so why did I have to bring him up in
1: conversation? They are not even on the same. I'm upset with you. <laughs> Cause that whole al- that whole first album from Mario was banging oh, like nike fresh out the box that was a banger like all, like ray j literally only has that if, and he's
0: crying and the the, one I, wish one, we- the only reason ray j has a career is because of brandy
1: i mean how you know he's like getting residuals like kim k from how she started like he was in that video too
0: but he was famous before that video that's why she slept with him mm-hmm but he got famous because of Brandy. Yeah. You know, he piggybacked off of everything that she did.
1: But now, bro has a very successful business. I mean, he With got his, his earphones, the yeah. right ones. I've been actually thinking about getting me I hear they're really, I'm telling
0: you, his and business is flourishing. I've, I've been thinking about it, because they're not that expensive either. And I've heard they're fantastic, and they're better than
2: AirPods. Mm,
1: that's what I've heard. out of front of people in the back. I've heard that they might
0: be better than AirPods. I'm
1: telling me. Like, he I, can't be getting rich off of some product that's not good.
0: This is true. And listen, I'm not opposed to a product outside of an Apple product if it's better. Because, you know, I have my Beats. And I had my Beats before they were bought by Apple. And so, and I've been rocking on beats for quite some time. So, I'm a, I'm, I've been thinking about trying the Raycons and seeing if they're good or not. All right. And also, because the thing with the AirPods is they're really not that comfortable and they be falling out your ears. And the, everybody says, like, the Raycons, they're going to stay.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Because I've, I've been looking into those and, like, the earphones that Willow and Jaden have been, like, promoting recently. Like, the ones that, like, actually mold to the shape of your ear.
1: What? Mm-hmm. So tell me something, Frank, because I had no clue. Like, apparently, like,
0: you put them in... And like there's an app on your phone that you do, and they kind of like heat up a little bit, and then they just like kind of mold to the actual shape of your ear, mm. which is important for me because my ears are weird. <laughs> like this earphone will stay in this one, no matter what I do, it's gonna pop out.
1: Oh, it's still yeah. not as weird as me looking at your knees for the first time in years. <laughs> Call back, all right. <laughs> so the fact that I have any
0: color on them is
1: crazy. I'm probably they're not ashy. I mean, I'm a little dry. I mean there's no ash though i'm here for it i'm here for it so what's next frame what we got going
0: okay so news kiki white is having her 11th
1: child how do you keep up with all the insurance? and it's like the, the woman is crazy and be talking crazy to her husband i thought they was gonna get divorced <laughs>
0: you know what i didn't even know kiki white was married i really thought she would have all these kids that of way a lot
1: but so it's still with the same guy the same guy
0: Child, I don't know. She's been married three times. She was married to Ramat Morton from 2000 to 2009, Michael Jamar Ford from 2011 to 2017, and now she's married to Zachariah Daring since 2018. She moved quick, don't she?
1: No, she don't. Like, those are nice chunks Sis, of time.
0: you don't understand. There's a year between each one of these marriages. <laughs> That's what
1: I meant. But it's like, it's, she's she's giving, she tried. Like, it's not like she married them, then divorced them a year later. Like, she mm-hmm. was with them for like seven years in between, you know? Let,
0: Let's talk about these kids' names. Uh-uh. So we got Kariah. Kariah David Daring. Kendall Miguel Ford. I we think gonna that, name
1: all 11? We got time Well,
0: we ain't even, the 11 won't even here yet. We gonna I name 10. Kendall, I think, is probably the most normal name in this list. You got Kitara, Victoria Morton. Kiyoshi, Bella Ford. Kivar, Wyatt Morton. Wyatt, oh, I guess that's a. Wyatt Michael Ford. Kimar Von Ford. Raja K. Morton.
1: R. She put put a
0: good R in there, yeah. A lot of K's. One W and so that's R. That's her
1: last name. Yeah,
0: Wyatt. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so that's, that's a, uh,
1: one, two, three, four, five, six,
0: seven, that's only eight of them.
1: What up, two? Because she's been having them so bad that the internet not okay. caught up.
0: <laughs> Oh, God.
1: <laughs> but it's okay, so speaking of news, so, uh, the two, two Rams players had babies mm-hmm. during, no, Odell had his baby after. But there's a player named Van Jefferson who had his baby's day of, mm-hmm. and he named his son Champ because he was the champion. Why did the mama
0: let that happen?
1: So D- I'm okay with Champ. Champ's okay. It's Russell and Sierra whose son name is Win. I can't get. I can't get with it. I can't get. They had a baby. They had yeah. They win. Wynn is walking and everything, but that's the child's name. It's Wynn. W-I-N, as in Wynn. What's the first child's name? Well, that's featured, but the, the one they
0: had together. The and little they girl. had a
1: girl, Sienna.
0: Sienna. Okay. And so their third child was Wynn. I mean, look, somebody named their child Blanket. That was that's Michael Jackson. That's
1: his real name, is it? I don't think so. it's, no, is- it's Michael Prince. I feel like something.
0: Uh, well, I know when the Paltrow's child is Apple. Is that right? Child, I don't know. Like I said, these these generic white people. These
1: names. No, speaking of names, have you ever looked at Elon Musk's son name?
0: You know they had to change it. Because what it was originally, the government said, y'all have lost y'all fucking minds. And so they had to change it.
1: (laughs) I'm saying, I'm saying... Rich people, intellectual people, y'all come, cause y'all got y'all don't care Like, y'all can do whatever y'all want. To. That child's name is X
0: A <laughs> E <A-E laughs> combined, mind you, A E combined A
1: dash X I Musk. <laughs> Straight up symbols from a keyboard. I swear. Well, apparently, it translates to love. Butter. Up. Mm-hmm. How the fuck do you pronounce that? Mm-mm. Like, y'all said, y'all kids, uh... See, I can understand champ. Like, I, like, it's... It's the name that I've heard, champ. But also, you're commemorating that you also won the championship. You know? Like, you, you're, winning. You're, oh.
0: you're winning. it. I'm really trying to figure out how the fuck they was pronouncing this. <laughs> um... What? So, apparently, something in there is pronounced ash. Mm-hmm what the fuck are y'all talking about?
1: I can care less.
0: Bruh, all I know is the government made them change that shit. I don't <laughs> know what they calling that baby now, but a re- okay, yeah, how to pronounce the name, Elon? okay. Mind you, I knew he was married to somebody named Grimes, but I did not, What re- I didn't realize that that was Grimes, the singer. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, how you pronounce it? How you pronounce it? Please tell me how to pronounce. Okay, I see the meaning. Okay, the pronunciation. Um, I mean, it's just X, the letter X, and then the A-E is pronounced like Ash, and then A-12, A-12. So how the fuck... That didn't tell me how to pronounce that child's (laughs) name. (laughs) So it's X-Ash, A-12, (laughs) A-12? Nigga. (laughs) What? That's... Nah. I child i just know the government said y'all tripping
2: mm-hmm.
0: and made them change their shit because no
2: <laughs>
0: i don't know what the baby's name is now but i know they made them change it
1: That's just
0: so you're right i can't talk shit about kiki wise kids names no more because i forgot all about that man and his child <laughs> cool. and why would grimes let him do that she seemed like a wholesome girl. Like, why would you let this dumb... A- I mean, he's a genius. But why would you let him do that? You knew that was dumb. You knew it was ridiculous. You ain't thinking about your kid's future Emma? Like, how they gonna get a job? How they gonna... Like, my name is already hard to pronounce. People butchered that shit in school. Now, I know you knew your child was gonna get teased. That's
1: what I'm saying. Like celebrities and intellectuals, they don't care about that. Like, they just, they're just creative. Because, I, I, feel, I feel sorry for Northwest.
0: <laughs> I remember when she was first born, I called that girl Southwest so often. Oh
1: my gosh. Okay, I get it. I get it. Your dad's last name, but y'all didn't have to do her like that. And how many of it is them? Because North
0: is the oldest. It's North, Saint, Chicago, and what's the last one?
1: Don't think I have four I don't know child and then
0: oh kylie had her son because you know she was pregnant again although nobody really gave a fuck i don't know she was trying to hide it like somebody cared uh I don't know. girl but yeah she had a son apparently i don't know what his name is but
1: she had another child i don't know and then all i know is i feel sorry for Kanye. i don't know listen i don't know what's going on with oh song oh
0: that's the kid's the name books. so North, Chicago, Psalm, Saint. I didn't even know they had. I knew they had four. Because she had North and Chicago herself, and I think Psalm and Saint. Nah. I'm sorry. I think it was, I think it's North and Saint. They were the first two. She had them herself, and then the last two they had, Sarah, I think.
2: Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah, Saint Saint is six.
0: North is eight. Um, Chicago is were and psalm is two so yeah that's the order
1: well, all i can say is that i just hope america and the world stop making fun of this man and his shenanigans like mm-hmm. we're literally watching somebody go through a mental mm-hmm. you know in public yeah in public so same thing same thing with britney mm-hmm. like yeah As, and
0: with the whole britney situation i'm glad that she is finally out of her conservatorship but i do genuinely think that what
1: i was the complete opposite everybody's like free britney i'm like if sis is in a the conservatorship there's, a, there's reason. a reason and right so what does she do after the conservatorship ended what did she, she do, do? She, did. she posted a naked picture of herself on instagram oh. like i'm free we see girl
0: we see. i mean but people we do see. that every day that's that's listen We can't judge her for doing the same shit that all these bitches is doing on OnlyFans. We can't.
1: No, but it's the whole thing, like, you were conserved for a reason. Now, don't get me wrong. I do think that she
0: needs to have some type of guardian, but not a conservatorship, because a conservatorship is, that's pretty, that's like jail, basically. You can't do nothing without the person's approval. But I do think she needs some type of, Guardianship, like somebody's kind of watching over her, guiding her
1: choices. She's Britney Spears. You telling me she still ain't got no manager? Because where was the manager?
0: But uh, that's different from an actual guardian. Like a legal guardian is what she needs.
1: Somebody like watching over her.
0: Not necessarily like, watching Don't over do her, this. but Don't do like that somebody cause... that she can go to before she makes certain decisions.
1: But if you're an impulsive person,
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, look, I'm here for it. Free Britney. Because (laughs) maybe she's such an impulsive person because she has been in a cage for so long and she hasn't been able to do all the things she's wanted to do. So now that she's free, she's like, I wouldn't do every single thing I missed out on. I get it. Like, if you've been in a cage all your life, when you get free, you want to beat on your chest and do all the things. Mm -mm. Yeah, so that's what she's going through now. Mm -mm. Because, uh... Amanda Bynes she's married now ain't she
1: I don't know last thing I heard about Amanda Bynes that she stole stuff well maybe she's not married that was ages ago okay um so I don't know I
0: think the last time I saw her she had like facial piercings and she had black hair and she's married now but that's the
1: whole another topic of like celebrity child celebrities that that's Amanda Bynes that is not
0: that is Amanda Bynes that's her husband or her fiancé.
1: And there's a real tattoos on her face? hmm You see? That's what I'm saying. Child actors, child celebrities, they feel like they have to do something to stray away from their image as child stars. Mm-hmm. And it really messes with them. And I feel like that's why... Yeah. Britney was on a dark side shit because...
0: Yeah, because this is her now. I mean... Maybe this is the real her, because you know they have that Disney cookie cut image, and so this is her. This is like who she really is now that she's figured herself out outside of that image that they gave her.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, I mean hey, because even Lindsay Lohan,
1: and that girl came from a traumatic household. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was the assault, like her and her mama, and all of them. You know? mm. So
0: yeah like she's back now i don't know i saw something with her recently like she's doing something
1: yeah she had a commercial for super bowl Mm, okay yeah Mm -hmm. so
2: yeah
0: she's back and you know she's she's figuring all of her childhood trauma shit out i don't think Brittany ever got that chance because they locked her up and they didn't let her so now she's free and she's gonna figure stuff out for herself
1: hopefully i'm here for the win yeah i'm here for it here for their health and their well beings. I just don't want them to get lost. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is what happened to Whitney. Like she got mm-hmm. lost in that image. She, she didn't say that she wanted to be America's Sweetheart. This America's is true. Princess. They
0: put that they on put her.
1: That on her, and that's a lot of pressure. It is it's a lot of pressure. And then when you not that originally, because Homegirls from Southside, mm-hmm. Chicago. She's from New Jersey, and so she was from the streets. Yeah, she was hood. She like, was gangster so, yes. everybody's like, oh, she got into my brown. No, sis was attracted to Bobby brown because this is what mm-hmm. she was.
0: She was. <laughs> he was a bad boy, and yeah. she liked that shit. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: it's just like, it's hard to live up to the images that people try to put up. Because mm-hmm. like even Raven, she's, you know,
0: come public about, like, that shit was traumatic for me. Like, I, you know, I had this persona that I put on when I acted, and I blacked out. Like, I don't remember all the stuff that I did because... It wasn't me, Mm -hmm. and now she's free with her wife living her best life on TikTok, and and she's she's healthy. healthy
1: three four years old mm-hmm. and same with Mary Ashley yeah they're good, They're bazillionaires mm-hmm. but what are they doing now they have a fashion line or something yeah right? they don't yeah. have to do
2: nothing
0: yeah like I only ever see them at like Newsweek not Newsweek what is fashion it week. Fashion Week yeah, yeah like that's the only time I see pictures of them
1: mm-hmm.
0: and who have they aged but right they, they healthy they good yeah
1: (laughs) but it took it took it took a minute they were not Mm -hmm. healthy oh okay
0: so that's why they have aged where they have got it i didn't know i just i saw them and i was like
1: (laughs) they sister is what they should be
0: looking like right now
1: this is wanda from WandaVision.
0: i looked at you like what are you talking about that sure is their
1: sister but they look
0: so different
1: and it's actually, there's, their company is named after their sister and mm. brother. So mm-hmm. it's Elizabeth and Roe. Mm. So
0: Got crazy. it. That makes sense. Okay. I don't know
1: why I know these little tidbits. Well,
0: because that's the same thing with Dakota
1: and... Um, Zoe's band. Zoe private band. What are you talking about? What you talking about? Dakota Fanning. Oh. What
0: did you hear? I thought you
1: were talking <laughs> about... I
0: thought he was talking about... I don't know why when you said that, I was thinking of Zoe Privates and her brother and sister. because her... Is it her band that's named after her siblings? I think it's something like that. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I was talking about Dakota Fanning. Hold oh, on. Because about- there's three of them, isn't there? It's Dakota, she's the oldest. Oh, no, there's, it's
2: just Dakota
0: and Elle. Mm-hmm. And L has kind of outshined Dakota now. She's doing a lot of big shit. And so, yeah. Like those sibling relationships, like seeing how the older ones are kind of just like kind of phasing out, and the younger ones are like really out for doing shit. Yeah, at least in the TV realm, because Dakota might be doing something else now. Like how Mary Kate and Ashley
1: are. Right.
0: Yeah, I grew up on a Mary Kate and Ashley DVDs. So. Who
1: didn't?
0: Girl. They. They went to Paris. They,
1: they had pizza. So many
0: Do you remember that? I got pizza. <laughs> Let it rise like a souffle. Grab the hot sauce. Something, something. Oh, man. I know. I, yeah, I yeah.
1: love My yeah. c- little cousin was obsessed. Like, she had their entire collection. Oh,
0: yeah. Um, I didn't have them, but we, I rented them from Family Video all the time.
1: Yeah. Family Video do like oh we gonna we gonna we can just sit here and just buy the movie mm-hmm. you know they don't it's not that's not a family mm-hmm. that they just go do
0: they don't even know about blockbuster
1: blockbuster
0: hollywood video Ooh, of hollywood
1: video oh yeah they, they, i mean they, they maybe with those kids that had red box mm. Nah,
0: because that's not the same as walking into a Blockbuster and just seeing the rows Mm -hmm. and rows and rows of VHS tapes. Because that was even before DVDs were a thing. Mm -hmm. And then once DVDs did come in, you still had the rows of VHS tapes and you had the rows of DVDs and you could rent games from Blockbuster. Oh, that was a time, man. Such a moment, such a time. But we have digressed so fucking far from the news segment but let's finally get into our main topic of the day which is transgenerational trauma <sighs> heavy topic heavy topic yes take a breather so I'm gonna just apologize already cause I can't read I'm not gonna speak for you but I can't read and oh, most of this, this Yes, <laughs> most of this episode is gonna be reading um Because transgenerational trauma is a fairly new study. Like, they haven't really started studying this, I think, until, like, maybe 2016. So, the research is still developing on it.
2: Mm. And a
0: lot of people don't know. Well, they know about it. They just don't know the term for it. Right. So, yes, this is going to be a lot of reading, basically. So, bear with us, please. Uh, I'll go ahead and start. And then uh, we'll just pass it off. So... Transgenerational trauma or intergenerational trauma is the psychological effects that the collective trauma experience. What? (laughs) Is the psychological effects that the collective trauma experienced by a group of people has on subsequent generations in that group. Collective trauma is the effect of psychological trauma experienced by communities and identity groups and carried as a part of a group's collective memory and shared sense of identity. Transgenerational trauma is a collective experience that affects a group of people because of their cultural identity, an example, ethnicity, nationality, or religious identity, Because of its collective nature, the term is not usually applied to single families or individual parent-child dyads. However, like like survivors of individual child abuse, individually, both direct survivors of the collective trauma and members of subsequent generations may develop complex post-traumatic stress disorder.
1: This field of research is relatively young, but has expanded in recent years. The mechanism for transmission of trauma may be socially transmitted, for example, through learned behaviors, through the effects of stress before birth, or perhaps through stress-induced epigenetic modifications. Epigenetics is a study of how your behaviors and environment can cause changes that affect the way your genes work. Unlike genetic changes, epigenetic changes are reversible and do not change your DNA sequence that they can change how your body reads a DNA sequence. Descendants of enslaved people. In recent years, symptoms of transgenerational trauma has been identified among black Americans in relation to the effects of slavery and racial discrimination. This passing of trauma can be rooted from the family unit itself or found in society via current discrimination and oppression. The traumatic event, event does not need to be individually experienced by all members of a family the lasting effects can still remain and impact descendants from external factors for example black children's interla- international uh, speak girl <laughs> <laughs> black children's internalization of others lasting trauma originally experienced Ooh. Black children's internalization of others' reactions to their skin color manifest as a form of lasting trauma originally experienced by their ancestors. This reaction to black skin stems from similar attitudes that led to the traumatization of conditions and enslavement of slaves. Black children and youth are more susceptible to racial trauma because they have not yet acquired the knowledge to have a full understanding of racism and its effects. Traces of trauma have an impact on Black and other minority children's success in an educational context. Transgenerational trauma has also been heavily recorded in refugees and their children, which can last through several generations. Such traumas can stem from violence, political persecution, familial instability, as well as the hardships of migration
0: in general black americans who suffer from any mental illness are resistant to receiving treatment due to stigma negative concepts and fear of discrimination this reduces the number of those affected to seek help lack of treatment causes the symptoms to compound leading to further internalization of distress and a worsening of mental health in the individual. Those affected by race-based traumas oftentimes do not seek treatment not only because of stigma but because of fear that the medical professional will not understand their perspective of a disenfranchised minority. Furthermore, the existing stigma of mental health has led to a lack of research and consequent treatment. However, lack of treatment can also be attributed to the misdiagnosis of symptoms. Signs of the trauma exhibited in black children are often labeled as behavioral or educational disabilities, allowing the trauma to go untreated. While trauma symptoms often manifest as other mental illnesses, such as depression and anxiety, the larger diagnosis often goes untreated. This form of trauma, however, must be understood not as a personal plight, but as a form of cultural trauma. What? But as a form of cultural trauma, as it affects one's sense of group, identity, values, meanings, and purpose. Symptoms. Symptoms of intergenerational trauma always begin with the survivor of a trauma, which tends to manifest as symptoms of PTSD. Often trauma in the second generation is deemed as traumatic response to parental trauma. Transmission between parent and child can be broken down into five measures communication conflict family cohesion parental warmth and parental involvement high levels of mental stress were directly correlated with weak family functioning and indirect correlated indirectly correlated with deviant behaviors among children common symptoms in children consist of uh, depression antisocial behaviors delinquency and disruptive behavior in school Some children experience direct transmission in which the trauma stemmed from the interaction and relationship with their parents, while others experience indirect transmission in which their trauma was mainly rooted in guilt. Those who were affected through direct transmission were more likely to lash out through through their actions, while those affected through indirect transmission were more likely to suffer from depression, anxiety, and guilt. Um, so then we have this chart here that says intergenerational trauma, and so behaviors can be risk of self harm, addiction, attachment issue, suicide, heart and liver disease, cancer increases. Um, the trauma could be slavery, Holocaust, or stolen generation, and it's biologic. The bio- the eye. biology of it is chemically changed to DNA. And it passes from one person to the next generation, and so on and so forth.
1: As you focus on clearing your generational trauma, do not forget to claim your generational strengths. Your ancestor gave you more than just wounds. I think that's important. It's very important. Because,
0: like, oftentimes we do focus on all the negative things and, like, oh, well, this was passed down to me, but we forget about all the other good things that were passed down too. Like, we, we're stronger than our ancestors. And our children will be stronger than we are because through all of the trauma, we have learned different techniques and things like that and different ways to go about everything.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, I definitely feel like that has made us stronger um, in a sense. But then, I don't know, because they were also very strong and have dealt with everything they dealt
1: with. I mean, it's just how you define the strength Mm because I still commend my mother who... I find is a very strong person because mm-hmm. she does not cross the line mm-hmm. as in like, no, I'm your mother, you're my daughter, no matter how old I am.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm like trying to learn, trying to like figure out what, how she maneuvered in life around this age or like, what mm-hmm. she would have done. She's just like, no,
2: like, yeah. she's, like,
1: she's very private if she's going through something emotional or something like Mm -hmm. something she's getting older so yeah. Her actual physical strength, like she's like, No, I can do it. I can Mm -hmm. do it. I can do it myself. I I can do it. I can do it. So it's just, like, she will not back down, like, mm-hmm. oh, let me, like, just let me help you. No. Yeah. No. I will yeah. not. I'm going to do it myself. So that's the that's, that's strong, mm-hmm. but then other people may see it as a weakness, like, mm-hmm. you can't accept help. You can't accept help,
0: yeah. Like,
1: you're not humbling yourself kind mm-hmm. of thing, so it's just... Yeah,
0: it. it's a double-edged sword, I think, because, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, they're very strong, but also you can see that they need help and they won't accept help, so it's like their ego is not letting them get the help that they really need, right. which in the end can harm them. Yeah, it, it gets real wild real fast. Like, mm-hmm. it's, there's a very thin line between so many things, from it being, like, right on the money to it being a negative or a
1: positive. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah
1: so how do you feel like our generation has dealt with our traumatic um well specifically speaking
0: as as african-american i do feel like we are definitely still experiencing like all the traumas of slavery and stuff like that because like this thing said the whole skin color thing like that is still a very big thing in our black communities, like the paper bag test and old light skin versus dark skin all these things like those are things that still affect us today but then beyond that we as a collective especially us millennials have the trauma of 9-11 which is going to be passed down now like there's I feel like no matter what there's always going to be a traumatic thing that's going to be passed down so it's like you can try to fight it as much as you want, but life is gonna happen. So I think it's an interesting concept, honestly.
1: I definitely agree, cause um, it just goes back to like like how our parents, maybe your grandparents, mm-hmm. they're something that traumatic happened to them is that they lost Martin the King mm-hmm. and Kennedy around the same time. Yeah. all the Kennedys were they were losing them one at a one time. at a time, yeah. And so that's very traumatic. So, but. So they have this, like, inkling of hope, like, oh, we have somebody who's, like, trying to fight for us, and then mm-hmm. do the civil rights movement, and then you have us, so we see the fruits of their labor, but we also see mm-hmm. a lot of things have not changed.
0: This is true. Um, well, because even, I'll say, so, this is a terrible comparison, but I'm going to make it anyway. So, you have the Martin Luther King and the Malcolm X's, and then you had Obama.
2: Mm-hmm
0: who everybody thought was going to be like you know this black savior because this was our first black president i'm like yeah there's going to be so much change instead of third and honestly nothing changed not even a little bit honestly i feel like that kind of made racism more apparent because then you had all these white people like kill him fuck him this nigger this that and the third blah blah blah, blah and it made it what we thought oh you know people aren't really racist anymore you know they just hit it very well. That brought it back into the spotlight. And so we had this for for eight years. And then we turned around and had Trump.
2: Woo,
1: child.
0: So that within itself was highly traumatic. Because nobody thought he was going to win.
1: Nobody. He didn't even think he was going to win, which Listen. is the circus of it all. Mm-hmm. But yet, go back to Obama. Like, he was the most... Besides Kennedy, like, he was the most scrutinized president. president. Like, yeah. they were, like, second-guessing his birthright. Like, is mm-hmm. he even American?
2: Exactly. Um,
1: like, is he really black? Like, mm-hmm. is he, because of his middle name, like, is he Middle Eastern? Right.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh. I forgot about that. Yeah, because like, his middle name was Hussein. Yeah. 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 Like, it was this whole big thing. But remember, he ran on hope. And so we just knew a change was going to come. hmm And nothing fucking changed.
1: I mean, politics, though. There's only so much a president this can do. This is true. It's about the House of Congress. Mm-hmm. They run the world. That's it, why it's important mm-hmm. to Who's have. in the House. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Because it's not like he didn't try. Mm-hmm. It's just everything that he tried to do was turned down. Because people only really get out and vote for- Well, specifically, black people only really get out and vote for the presidential election. But we don't think about who's in the Senate and who's in the House. So, once we do get the president and we want in there, it's like, well, they can't do shit because we didn't vote for all these other things. Mm-hmm. And so the opposite party is in there turning everything down.
1: Right. But I still think that it was completely positive that he was there because mm-hmm. it was the fruits of the labor. Like, yeah. because of the civil rights moment, mm-hmm. he was able to stand there. This and it was true. the best looking. President. Right? Oh, like, yeah.
0: First couple, first family. <laughs> oh, yeah. they, they
1: were beautiful. And Plus they, the dog. <laughs> didn't, didn't the dog Girl, I don't know. But it was just, I loved how they, the poise they had.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah, they had mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their daughters made mistakes, but it was like they still had class.
0: But even in that, I feel like people, like, yes, they were the first family, but these were still teenage girls. And they were going to do teenage girl shit. Like, just because they were the first family, that didn't take away the fact that they're still growing up and coming into their own. Like, you as a person made mistakes. They're human, too. Like, you, just because they're the first family doesn't mean they're not going to fuck up sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that we really need to think about and realize because we scrutinize these people in power, but it's like they're people as well. Like, right. we're all human. Nobody is perfect.
1: Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. But... I told, but it's like, and then he has so much pressure because he was mm-hmm. the first black president. So he's like, so it's like, if I was in shoes,
2: mm-hmm.
1: what am I supposed to do? Like, yes, right. I, can, I I don't want to just like um bring all my people up because mm-hmm. you can't do that anyway. But, but the house wasn't gonna allow to do, allow him to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. But it's like he, they did provide a lot. They it mm-hmm. was funding for a lot of stuff. Like there's a lot of things that built up Chicago where they were from. Yes. Um, like he wanted to have something close to universal health care he tried he tried yeah like he tried like he because he knew these were the problems Mm -hmm. and we were able to see him like he when we were going through stuff like he was right there It's like Mm -hmm. I'm here with y'all
0: yeah he made so many statements and the way he spoke yeah like he was was so eloquent so
1: eloquent
0: but like beyond all of that you know it's the thing of representation Mm mhm He was the first of his kind. Like, he wasn't the first black person to have run because Jesse Jackson ran at one point. Shirley Chisholm, she won at some point. Mm -hmm. Al Sharpton ran at some point. Like, he was the one that made it. And that just showed little black boys and even little black girls. It is possible. And representation is so important because if you don't see it, it's hard to see yourself in that position. And
1: there's some little kids who, that was their first president. Mm-hmm. So they came in like, oh, my president doesn't look like me. They yeah. don't know, they really didn't know unless they go back, we back in history, mm-hmm. what they're going to do in school because that's what history is. Right, right. Um, I mean, yeah.
0: for me, technically, he was the first president that was really substantial for me because before that, it was Bush. And he got elected in 2008 when I was in eighth grade.
1: So you don't remember Clinton? Mm
0: Mm-mm. I don't even, Uh, was I even alive when Clinton was president? When was he elected? Like, when was he president? uh, Like, I know of him, sure. And I know technically, you know, he was the first black president. But, like, I don't think I was alive during his term. And if I was, I was very young. Like, he, I typed in Clinton and got Hillary. And yeah, I knew I wasn't talking about her. <laughs> um, Bill Clinton, he was president. Okay, so he he was out of office in 2001. So, I would have been six. So, yeah, like, Barack was the president that was, like, actually substantial to me before I was old enough to actually somewhat understand politics and, like, what was going on. hmm So, yeah, because before that, it was Bush. And I just knew he was an idiot. (laughs) Like, that's all I heard. Like, the adults, when they were talking about him, oh, Bush done did this stupid-ass thing. And Bush done did that stupid-ass thing. Like, Barack was the first president where I was like, I said Barack like I know that man. (laughs) Mr. Obama was, like, the first president where, like I said, it was substantial. Mm -hmm. When he won, I felt a sense of pride. Like, oh, my God because right. he's the man that runs the world, basically. Mm-hmm. Especially at, like, that age. I was, like, what, 12, 13? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, it made a difference. And so that's something that's going to be passed down now because you're going to have it in history books as, says, look, he did it. You right. can do it, too. Right. Like I said, representation is so important. So you have to see it to believe
1: it. Which is why Kamal is in office. <laughs> <laughs> but with his well, who's Kamal. who's Kamala Chow. Who is she?
0: Listen,
1: happening. But, I mean, but it matters though, it matters, and that's why it did. It,
0: it, it does because little black girls can see themselves in that position, but and, and people were hoping,
1: you know, fingers crossed, like something happened to Biden.
0: Girl, and, don't and, she have the lowest vice president rates in history? Like, I think she does,
1: honestly. It's because we, we talked about Obama and you mentioned Trump and mm-hmm. then. Racism was full-flushed, all yeah, on everywhere. It, but then, because he was so active with his feelings,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and Obama wasn't about that. You could tell he felt for the heart of America. Mm-hmm. Trump it, was not that a heat. child. He, he <laughs> a child that had his toy taken away. Uh, yeah. So then now we have Biden and Kamala, who I feel like are the Olin Wilsons mm-hmm. of <laughs> political <laughs> leaders because. Where they at? I can't hear them. I don't see them. Like, where they at? Child. Um,
0: Owen Wilson.
1: Ain't he the... the uh, quietest actor in America.
0: He's the... Uh, no. Yeah, that's him. I was like, he has a catchphrase. I know he does.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, I feel like I miss the connection mm-hmm. because Obama was there. He was very prominent. And he yeah. was very intentional when, for mm-hmm. him being there. Trump was not intentional, mm-hmm. besides, me, hate, and yeah. racism, and now we have Biden and Kamala. I feel like they afraid of the spotlight because where? I ain't seen them not. Has there once. been an announcement to America like, hey, we 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 here, we still here? what's going and on? And listen, honey,
0: I I kind of hate to say it, but I
1: mean, at
2: least Trump did a little bit
0: he sent out some stimulus checks at the very fucking least before he left the office. <laughs> These motherfuckers ain't done shit. Although, Biden is talking about getting rid of like $18 billion in student debt or some shit.
1: He, cried. he came out to me and was like, I can't do that. Oh. We're not doing that no more. So, that's, when, that's, why I, that's why I was like, okay, I remember him saying that. But what happened. And I, 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 I follow some news anchors and see what's going on. But, mm-hmm. and then my husband's like, yeah, no, I listen to it because I got this little loan. He has... <laughs> he has retracted that statement
0: I just saw something the other day that said like there was gonna wipe them still so I don't I think it's going back and forth like with the bills and all that stuff and they're trying to figure out how they're gonna do it
1: but still how wait, what else is? what else is on the books what else Girl, is your, what else, I
0: mean, what else I guess at this point,
1: besides we going to a war, I was
0: gonna say <laughs> they're trying to make sure a big bank P don't come <laughs> in sing it. I, you know, I followed that chick now because I don't know how she fit all that in three minutes. I don't. That <laughs> shit was fantastic. I understood everything. everything.
1: I was like, this is what's going on in the world because I didn't know. Right. And so yeah, that's that's another part of some of. of Children's today's children. Today, children mm-hmm. they, they've been in war their entire lives. Yes, like since 9-11, eleven, we've been in war. This but yeah. Now we're talking about going into another war, and right? not
0: just another world. Oh, sh- what <laughs> words are hard. <laughs> not just another war, World War Three, which they didn't said it's not gonna be nuclear, nu- nuclear, but do you believe that? I don't think they got rid of all the nukes. I, I and, think they made more nukes.
1: Friend, I don't know. Like technology is insane. Mm-hmm. That countries are building their own suns and moons. So remember, I said like China had their own artificial sun. Artificial you
0: moon. did say that earlier, but I thought you just meant that like it was sunny in China right now, so we stole a they they summer. Nah, friend. Oh, so it's like. 'Cause you know the different time frames in the world, like it's summer for them right now, right? <laughs> I don't know. I thought that's what you meant.
1: But yeah, no, like technology's the same. Mm-hmm. So And like I hate to
0: I hate to say it. What? Because it's just gonna turn into I robot and I am legend and shit. But uh why don't we just create robots to fight the wars and stop killing humans?
1: I mean, I know because I at that because if, if that was the case, then the wars would have been over when Einstein created the atomic bomb. Like we have the biggest nuclear weapon,
2: mm-hmm. we
1: win. That's this essentially that's essentially that, could been, that could have been that could have ended it.
0: All I know is Americans stay the fuck out of it. We ain't in it already. <laughs> let it go. Like let it. We not in it. Get get the troops out of there and walk away. That's not our fight we be trying like i get it we got these allegiances to other people but sometimes you just gotta let them fight it out on their own you gotta be the person that's like all right let's go ahead and separate y'all two after they (laughs) both get a few swings in like that's what needs to happen we do not need to be over there that's not our fight we ain't gotta Mm -hmm. do with that shit right but but that's also like going
1: back to 9-11 like we don't trust technology this
0: is true we don't
1: trust the government because what we've experienced Mm -hmm. because since 9-11 happened everything we got breached we've been very insecure
0: this is true so
1: it's like well let me cover my cameras with tape because i don't Mm -hmm. know if y'all watching or, you know, Facebook is listening to us. Like, they develop Facebook and Instagram and stuff so that we can pick our interests and, and so we'll I mean, see how we are. I mean, like, we don't we still trust. It's, it's not like it's a lie. They are. I'm just saying, cause we, but at first we didn't think about that. Yeah. But now we don't trust anything.
0: This is very true.
1: And so it's just, so now... I, when you were talking, we were reading the whole spiel on interger- intergenerational traumas and mm-hmm. stuff. I, my image was like the the Greek image of the holding the the world on mm-hmm. the shoulders, and it's like we're still piling on. Mm-hmm. But w- let's talk about things that we power like we're picking apart. I feel like our generation and generations right under us, like we are becoming very mindful. very mindful <laughs> of what's causing us harm and what's yes. causing harm for the people around And we're trying us to fix it. we're trying to fix it. Like, mm-hmm. Therapy. is popping right now. Like, it's popping to be in therapy. Like, mm-hmm. we looking at people to, with the side, i like, well, you're you not in therapy? therapy? <laughs> this
0: is true. So, like... And I will say, I think, honestly, the pandemic helped with that. Because people that had never experienced anxiety before in their life were now experiencing yes. some type of anxiety, and yes. they were like, "What is this feeling?" Yes, and, and this as, is a
1: collective yes. event that happened around the world. And
0: this is also going to be another transgenerational trauma. Yes, that's going to get passed
1: down. Yes,
0: like if anytime anybody coughs now, it's not a oh you know they just went down the wrong pipe. It's a you good,
1: friend? I forgot to mention that in our new segment that mask mandates for for outdoors is out. Oh,
0: we said that last time, girl. I,
1: but but it's official now. Oh, I mean that's right. That's it's right. It's official. We do not have to have a mask on when you outdoors.
0: Listen, I didn't see the stealing motherfucker still in I think a lot of people are like. That's mm. the thing.
1: We we don't trust. Yeah. Like, we didn't have. We weren't thinking about droplets. Mm-hmm. From coming out of our mouth
0: before, before yeah.
1: the pandemic,
0: okay. But let me also tell you how that mask mandate is about to right be back right up because back right up, <laughs> it's about to be right back up. My god, because you know they got this new strand,
1: right? And that's the thing, and that we then that's what a lot of medical professionals are talking about, it's not it's going anywhere it's going to continue to mutate mm-hmm. and that's why they're trying to combat it with the vaccines and mm-hmm. the booster shots because it's, it's it's here it's a, it's a yeah. thing and it's going to because that's why the flu is, mm-hmm. is not it's, cured it's every it's, single year because yeah. there's no cure for it because it constantly changes mm-hmm. it's just a thing that's a part of our lives now yeah but we're just trying to make it so it's not as killed.
0: deadly yeah, yeah.
1: And, and, and I believe in our health system like we We've come back to things like things before. Like, we're not dying from measles and chicken pox and stuff no more. You know,
0: that statement, I believe, in our healthcare system really just did something to me. But I, that's fair. I mean. Because you're right. The,
1: it, it, look, there's pros and cons to everything. You know, people were dying from the common cold. This is true. Centuries before. This is very true. And we, you know, common cold, you can still go to work. And now they're saying you can still go to work with COVID. Like, <laughs> I mean, Listen, I don't trust it. And, and we've only been in the COVID world for three years now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, we're entering our third year now. Yeah. So yeah.
1: So, we'll see. I mean, but then you, yeah. so our traumas that we were stuck at home for a year. Mm-hmm. Our children, our, D- don't know how to socialize.
0: <sighs> I mean, that's not like they knew I socialized before, but... It
1: just made it worse. Yeah. Like, my nieces are 10 and 12, and it's just... I don't know if they was older than that. No, nope, but that's because... Yeah. I'm telling you, the younger generations are much older mm-hmm. intellectually Mentally, yeah. and emotionally because... The world they live in. Yes. Like I was never really into the news, like political news. Girl, still not. And I'm twenty-seven. And they are involved because they have to be. Their life changes so so often, fast. Yeah, so often they have to be on top of it.
0: I remember when my only worry as a kid was looking to see if school was going to be open at the bottom of the scroll,
1: or something was going on. Mm Do you remember that scroll at the bottom? Right. Yeah. And for us, like we weren't really. Immune to like school shootings and stuff, mm-hmm. but to them, it's this normal. is life. It's every like, day. We've had fire drills and earthquake drills. They have mass shooting drills, Which, like, school shooting drills. Let me
2: tell
0: you how that shit is stupid to me. Because typically, the school shooter is somebody in the school. So if you're doing all these drills and shit, guess what? The shooter is in the fucking drill. They know all the protocol. They gonna know where you're hiding. <laughs> So, make it, unless y'all have, like, y'all are doing these, but y'all have, like, a, a plan B, it's stupid because they, they, they in the drill with you. They gonna walk right into the gymnasium with the AR and be like, yeah, they under the floorboards. They know. They in there with you. Well, <laughs>
1: like, I, I didn't even, this never crossed my mind.
0: Because most crossed, school shooters are a student in the school. never
1: crossed. My name, mm-hmm.
0: Or if it's not a student in the school, it's somebody that like knows somebody like some type of administration. So like they are a part of all this shit that's going on. They know the plan. So
1: like I said, they have See, this causing more stress for people. <laughs> time, they probably didn't even think about that either. Like, like
0: unless y'all, this is just the school
1: drill that y'all go through with
0: the students. But like the administration and stuff has like sometimes. Type- but even then, it could be an administration that just snaps one day and decides to. Somebody has to have a plan B that's like, okay, so when this the stuff actually goes down, this is what we're really gonna do. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's fucking pointless.
1: But I, I feel like these situations can be nipped in the bud with the parenting skills. Oh, yeah. And I love, um, I will have to look up the TikTokers or Instagram or social media influencers' name, mm-hmm. but she is about, she's an advocate about gentle, gentle parenting mm-hmm. um so they're teaching their kids to be more aware of their emotions and they're and then the parents also realizing how i'm talking to my child would be harmful mm-hmm. if because my child is a child they don't know mm-hmm. how to differentiate their emotions or express
2: themselves mm-hmm. in
1: a way so then it's like parents who are trying to teach themselves and other parents how mm-hmm. to be more gentle and to just see your child as child, yeah, but also instead of a as a human. little
0: adult, yeah. but
1: also, yeah, but you're teaching them skills that are, they can use in mm-hmm. on life.
0: This is true, so yeah. like,
1: um, when like you because like a child's gonna have a tantrum, mm-hmm. so rather than saying, like, shut up, you be quiet, like, I'm the mama, or just popping them in their mouth, or popping, mm-hmm. them, like, or tell them to get a switch, or whatever, mm-hmm. like, those parents
0: that's outdated that's
1: outdated yeah. and it's harmful mm-hmm. um, so what they're doing is they're just like communicating mm-hmm. and it's not like how other others, others yeah. like other groups are talking yeah. like oh well you know Billy you know he has his personal space and my
2: personal mm-hmm.
0: space but
2: it's asking like but
0: they're building bombs what and, is the yeah. reason behind why you did this like is right. it something that I did like what emotional feeling were you having mm-hmm. that made you act out in this way right. yeah. and they're
2: like
1: negotiating their reasoning mm-hmm. with their child and is teaching their child to negotiate and yeah. as well yeah so and i, mean, I feel parents. like that's because we have a
0: lot of new age parents but i think that's also a beneficial thing because we're not the, we're no longer like our baby boomers where we're like this is what i say and this is what goes we're willing to actually listen and understand and I think that is because our generation is in therapy and we're learning these techniques and we're like, what you did didn't work, mm-hmm. clearly. So right. we have to do something different. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Yes. So that's, it's, that's that's like that sandwich because we are that same generation, like we mm-hmm. are caring for our parents, but yet caring for our own children. And mm-hmm. so we're stuck, like... In between. Yeah, and we're, yeah. So we're, we're finding ourselves, like, We're finding ourselves trying to not be like our parents. Mm -hmm. We can see like, oh, I'm sounding like my mama Mm -hmm. right now. I'm sounding like my dad right now. Child,
0: I've realized the more you try not to be like them, the more like them you are.
1: Right. Yeah. So you just have to find a way to understand why you're Mm -hmm. acting out that way and try to understand why they were mm-hmm. and why that may have worked for them then yes. but how it does not work for you now yes and the best way to keep advocating for it, is therapy mm-hmm. and also having same mindsets with your partners mm-hmm. same mindset with like with your, your your friend groups mm-hmm. um i'm sure teaching skills are different now oh yeah so, just make sure everybody's on the same page. Yes. Because
0: we do not want to revert back. Oh, not at all.
1: What else do you have? What do you have to
0: share for us? Um. So, this is the one that you actually sent. It's uh that brown girl on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And she's talking about transgenerational trauma in a different light. Like, we are two people of color. And this is from our perspective. And she's also a woman of color. But it's like... If, if it affects us this way as the ancestors of these people, how does it affect the other side? And I think that's not something that we really think about. Mm. So let's go ahead and give this a listen. Okay, this is probably gonna be controversial,
1: but hear me out because my calculations, they're calculating. Okay, the math is mathing. You're telling me that black people okay have generational trauma that we have a genetic predisposition to certain mental health issues due to trauma that hasn't even happened to us currently living right just due to trauma that's happened to our ancestors but all the evil barbaric animalistic thoughts and behaviors of white people all that rape killing pillaging colonizing ain't affecting their generations genetically there's no effect on them at all there's no genetic predisposition to be maybe narcissistic psychopathic to racial purists eugenicists I'm just asking because if that's the case, then the math problem only works one way. That does, That's not good algebra.
0: I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like, so. there's no way that all the stuff that your ancestors did did not affect you in some way. And they're very big on, well, that wasn't me. You know, I didn't do anything. It was my ancestors. You can't blame me for what they did. But it's like, that is in you. It, like she said, it's genetically in you, just like it's genetically in us. Right like so no you didn't do it but you did that all of that trauma or i guess for you it's not trauma or maybe it is now because you have to now deal with what your ancestors did and that shit might be traumatic for you
2: because mm-hmm.
0: you have to come to the realization of y'all not really good people
1: well that's if they even realize it if the whole yeah
0: what
1: is, what is, what's it called the theory that the, the transgenerational trauma no, no 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 The uh the theory
0: that they're trying to erase history. Oh. um Damn it. I know what you're talking about. Because it's, it's in schools right now.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I typed in history in schools. And y'all gave me motherfucking college is it, is it with it history. Program. Yeah, the critical race theory. Yes. That's it. They're trying to remove that from schools because they're realizing, oh, shit. Y'all about to learn about what we did. Because it's it's not that far removed like i said ruby bridges i think is like 61 maybe 66 at the oldest so the same people that were screaming and spitting at a five-year-old little girl are now the people like oh that's about to be taught in schools we can't let people know that that was us
1: well, because now, because it's been taught in schools, mm-hmm. but it's now, it's not politically correct, mm. and
0: it's... It's erasure, and, honestly. Yeah,
1: and it's like, well, why do we have to put our kids through all this trauma? But they're trying to alleviate the trauma. Like, we don't mm-hmm. want them through all this trauma. Like, do we have to continue to feed this into them? Mm-hmm. Like, this is, this is our past, and we're trying to move forward. This is not helping us move forward. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're trying to say, like, can we just...
0: Which is bullshit. Because the blank slate. your past is still affecting my present, mm-hmm. so no, we're gonna talk about it,
2: mm-hmm. and we're gonna
0: continue to fucking talk about it. Right? Like you don't get to just decide. Oh well, that was a time in my life that I'm not really proud of. I won't talk about it no more. Fuck that, because you affected so many people in that one act.
2: hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I said Ruby Ridge is only like in her sixties, so that was only sixty. 60- uh, 60 plus years ago because she was like 5, 6 when that happened so like mm. 6 we'll we we'll just say 70 years ago that's not that far no. that's not that far at all
1: no the, the, to me that's my parent my, mm-hmm. my mother yeah and I'm sure like there's some listening to me like oh that's my grandma but That's
0: that's
1: yeah. that's not far my dad is 65 yeah that's not so, that's not far yeah he
0: was alive during all that and my grandmother she's what eighty let me not get that wrong because she's going to beat my ass. <laughs> um But she's in her 80s. I want to say like 85, maybe. Okay, calendar. you just don't want to work right, right now? Okay. Um, she will be... and she probably
1: going to be and putting her on
0: black? She'll be 86 in July. Mm-hmm. So like, she lived through all of that. Like, she was on a bus and got arrested and things like that. Like, it's not that far. Like, these are literally our grandparents. So once again, it's like... It's the people that are raising... They don't want their grandchildren to know that they were doing this barbaric shit.
1: But do you ever, have it ever crossed your mind that our parents and grandparents are traumatized from where they used to live? Absolutely. Like we're all in L.A. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why we're all in L.A.
0: Yeah.
1: But why is it that we don't really go back?
0: This is to- true. To so their roots that they were from? Because yeah, both of our families are from the South. Like, my dad is from Kentucky. My mom is from Texas, Louisiana Mm -hmm. area. So, like, yeah. My grandma's
1: from Arkansas. Yeah. It's like... They
2: They don't visit They do not
1: look back. Mm -hmm. They will come here to L.A. This is where they live now. But there's also a move in our generation right now that we're trying to go back to, like, Mm -hmm. Georgia and stuff because it's cheaper. Oh, absolutely. And and that's where the mass movement of blacks are going to. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they will go out and visit, and they may even find, like, oh, this is a place we want to live now. Mm-hmm. But it's still not the original place where they came. Yeah. From. And when you talk about their history, like, if you have a family member who was in the war, mm-hmm. um, they don't want to talk about that. That's true. And so when I was growing up, July, I thought it was super exciting to mm. do it one of my favorite holidays, because mm-hmm. I loved the fireworks. I was able to light them up myself. I was oh, like, oh, this is really good. You dope was that kid. Yeah, I was, when I became old enough to do it, like, mm-hmm. ah, yes.
0: Girl, I was the kid afraid of little sparklers.
1: No. Yeah. You know, I was super excited, cause, like, my family would come out for a barbecue and everything, but
2: mm-hmm.
1: the, our the vet- my veteran family members, mm-hmm. they couldn't stand it, because the trauma of yeah. Yeah, they sound like gunshots. Gunshots, yeah. So they cannot stand it. So that's that's just
0: PTSD, PTSD right there. And every single year, it all comes back to them. Mm-hmm. Every single Fourth of July, they have to re experience and have go through you know traumatic memories of that time in their life. Yeah, right. yeah. Because right. you know my grandfather was a veteran, Mm-hmm. and yeah, I've never had time to talk to him about it. But like I know that shit was traumatic for him
2: because
0: mm-hmm. he was. I want to say, alive during World War Two. You know, he was old. <laughs> he was born in 1919. Y'all know, I don't know, years and math and shit. Yeah, that was, that was... Let me see, let me see. World War II. World War II was from 1939 to 1945. So yeah, he was probably in that. He was probably fighting in World War II. I have no doubt. And so I know that shit is traumatic. And that got passed down. Because, like, I'm sure that affected the way that he parented his children. And that, their parenting affected the way my parent, well, my mom parented me and things like that and so on and so forth. Like, I had a conversation with my grandmother, and I just, like, learned a little bit more about her. And I was like, it all makes sense now. Like, I understand. And that made it easier to forgive certain stuff. Right. Because, like, when... When you realize they were people before you were even a person. Like, they had their mm-hmm. own lives, and their own experiences, their own traumas before you were even a twinkle in your daddy's sack. Like, half <laughs> <laughs> the joke in there. It's getting a little heavy. <sighs> so, like, w- realizing that they were people before you. Like, they're not just your grandparents. They're not just your parents. They, and even after they were your parent, they still had their own lives right. outside of parenting you. That puts a lot into perspective, and it makes it a lot easier to accept them for who they are and understand why they did certain things and why they made certain choices.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. Like, that shit. once you realize that, you're like, oh, well, that makes so much sense as to why this, 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 and this happened.
1: Right. So mm-hmm. we just have to learn to give each other grace
0: absolutely because we
1: really don't know where we're all trying mm-hmm. to bloom from like yeah. what kind of gardens we came from absolutely because it's just you just don't know you don't mm-hmm. know how far back these traumas mm-hmm. go, to, go with like there's people who have been survivors of domestic mm-hmm. and uh, alcohol abuse mm-hmm. um, and so that also, that's the trauma. It yeah. plays a play Sexual
0: abuse. Yeah. yeah. It's
1: just, it all plays a play in all of it. Mm-hmm. So our, um, even us down to like religions. Mm-hmm. So, like if my grandmother had a bad experience with the church, her family stopped going to church. So,
0: it cycles lives down. Down yeah. will not
1: be religious. Mm-hmm. So, that's
0: just things we, yeah. we don't think about. Like, trauma runs a lot deeper than just you. It really does. Like it's rooted in something so much farther. Or the trauma might start within you and you don't even realize it. Uh-huh. And you're just, you know, passing it down unknowingly. Right. And I do think that's one of the blessings of our generation is we're getting down to the root of our traumas in therapy. We're gonna keep advocating for this therapy. <laughs> and um we are kinda cutting stuff off in its tracks. Like, I really think we're going to be the generation to, like, end a lot of generational curses and put an end to a lot of the different traumas that our parents and their ancestors didn't do because we're no longer looking at the stigmas of, oh, well, this is bad and this doesn't work for us and just pray about it and blah, blah, blah. We're like, no, we need something more. I need to get to the bottom of why I feel like
1: this. Right. We're, we're coining those hashtags. Oh, yeah. Legacies, stopping generational trauma mm-hmm. like we are trying to we're striving mm-hmm. like we are thinking ahead as far as like Oh, I'm building my credit up so that when I have a kid their name is going on my credit Absolutely. And They won't have a good credit by the time they're 18. Like that's mm-hmm. what we're thinking of. We're thinking that we're thinking that far. Ahead yeah, because we learned we saw our parents we saw our grandparents it's like, mm-hmm. they didn't do it this way but we have these tools now mm-hmm. we understand this is what it takes to have a, to build a legacy yep. like we ain't trying to lose grandma house again like we want to be that grandma who has a house and wants to pass it down
0: exactly
1: like and we don't want to just put, like, not just one house because a single house multiple
0: house. Houses. yeah a single yeah. house
1: right now it's, that's it's not the nothing. smart that's, 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 that's not the smart move like you mm-hmm. want a multi family home so that mm-hmm. you can rent out spaces. Mm-hmm. So that, that takes care of your mortgage. Like this mm-hmm. is These are things, like, these are conversations that we're having yeah.
0: now. Like, that's something my godmother is doing. Like, she owns her house that they're currently in. They have a house in Linwood that they have, and then they're thinking about building two properties behind that because the backyard is just that big mm-hmm. where they're going to build two properties on that. So they're already making money on the, the front house and then they're going to basically spend money to build these two back houses so that they can then make money off of them. Yep. And sometimes you have to spend money to make money, but in yep. the long run it's beneficial. Right. And they're already talking about how they're gonna pass down to their son.
1: Yep. Yeah. See and that's that's something that we didn't strive for in the fifties. Because having a single family home, mm-hmm. that was the goal. That was the American dream.
0: Absolutely. But
1: now it'll work. You
0: can't
1: survive that way. Because mm-hmm. uh, minimum wage is still
0: not enough to minimally live in this world. Girl, that was another thing that should have went in the news segment. I don't know how I did not send that shit to you. You know, New York, I think it's New York, they have said that rent has gone up 50% and minimum wage is still the same. And that's in New York. York,
1: that's one of the most expensive exactly cities and states mm-hmm. in America. And so, if it's
0: gone up 50% in New York, think about how much has gone up in other cities, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right?
2: I
1: was talking to an old friend who's visiting from Washington, and they were mm-hmm. saying that it, that's that's something they've traveled to, so that's just something that's happening now. You have to have at least two jobs mm-hmm. or a side, bu- side business in yep. order to survive because. Because you just can't. You yeah. cannot do it. But yeah. here in L.A., our prices of living is ridiculous for mm. the amount of space we're getting. Oh, like, yeah. That's just how New York is. New York is even smaller. Exactly. Their, their living spaces are way They smaller. are
0: actually living in cardboard boxes and calling them luxury apartments. Like, it's crazy. And Corridors.
1: That, that's what they are. It's a hallway. A hallway.
0: Yeah. Yeah, a hallway with a little bed on the end for a bed to fit in. That's it. If, if not... Because now they have like those beds that fold into the wall, That's a, and like, so it's technolo- less like, space. Yeah, yeah. Of technology. Mm-hmm.
1: I live in a tiny home, and I'm like, oh fuck, well, we could have did that.
0: Yep, like, we had in, so much more space. Yeah,
1: so we're looking at vertical space now mm-hmm. because the housing problem is that is such an yeah. issue that you're trying to try to build more spaces mm-hmm. so your space that you're going to live in is smaller, smaller so you're going to have more vertical space as opposed to having the square actual footage. floor space
0: yeah cuz that's one of the when i was talking to my godmother um i was letting her know, you know i am looking for you know apartments and stuff like that and i was like it's hard because you, when you're looking a one bedroom right now was like dollars. And that one bedroom, girl, but not even that, because that one bedroom that is $1,600 is like only 400 square feet. If you want to get something that's like 900 or bigger for a one bedroom, one bathroom, you're looking at like at least $2,500. And that's also on the low end. If you want a two bedroom, oh man, two bedroom, one bathroom, you're looking at about $2,500, maybe $3,000. All right. It's crazy. And these aren't even luxury apartments. If you're talking about a luxury apartment, you're looking at four grand starting off.
1: That's insane. Mm-hmm. But what's funny is that you get more money from the government when you have a family. Mm-hmm. So when you're married and have children, so that's some people, they, they get in bank with them taxes. But we having all these traumas and we have all these problems. We don't, don't want to have children. We, right. We yeah. don't think that we're a whole person to even be with somebody. We don't, don't want to deal with their baggage. I got my own. Mm-hmm. I can do bad by myself. That so, part. That's, so, we're missing out on a lot of mm-hmm. good things that come with living. Because, with a
0: partner. Yeah, yeah with a
1: partner, wanting to have kids. And there's so many people my age who are like, I don't even want kids. Like, we mm-hmm. have...
0: But the crazy part is, you know, the millennial generation is the biggest generation, as we talked about last episode, Mm -hmm. and callbacks. Right, 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 right. And um, we're pushing out kids. Like, because there are so many of us, you have the half of us that are like, nah, we good. And you have the other half that are at least on their second or third child already.
1: And they're married. Yeah. Like... We are, we are raising our children together as mm-hmm. a an unit. In
0: two-parent households. I'm here yeah. for these
1: numbers. I'm here for these statistics. I'm yeah. here for us pushing through. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, and growing up, it was so many, like, as as, as, um, as we were growing up, people were saying, like, I don't want no kids. I don't want to be married because mm-hmm. it's, it's too much. And because we saw the traumas of our parents, yeah. you know, the divorces. Um, or, or staying in marriages and it was abusive. Oh, yeah. So we saw it and it was just like, I don't, I don't know. But as mm. we're going through therapy and working through healing. it. Yeah. We see that, oh, I'm a whole person. Or some of us don't even realize we have problems until we're married. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> no, then your partner's calling out shit and you're being like, well, why do you
1: do that? And it's like, well, why
0: do you do that?
2: Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I
0: didn't even realize that was a trauma response. Mm-hmm. Girl, because just as somebody that hasn't been in therapy for a whole year I'm learning that a lot of the stuff I do is a trauma response mm-hmm. and that is fucking sickening because my personality is a trauma response yeah
1: most definitely like everything that we identify that makes us mm-hmm. is because of something that happened to us directly mm-hmm. or indirectly absolutely and we get into survival mode or confrontational mode yep and it's easy for me to bite back, as opposed mm-hmm. to like, oh, let me figure out why why this
0: person is doing this. Yeah, yeah, you
1: know, or why, or why are we even having these thoughts?
2: Because mm-hmm.
1: a lot of anxiety, a lot of our anxieties, because we're just thinking <sighs> of something that's not even there, but we just have these anxieties that may have worked. That that mm-hmm. that was something that worked that was a survival mode thing mm-hmm. like well we have to worry about the weather we have to worry about where we're getting this food we're we gonna have to like, yep. we have to worry about these things we ain't gotta worry about like that yep but we still
0: worry girl <laughs> doing that because we can't really talk about it but doing that i was just like this is too much like this is <laughs> becoming a task mm-hmm. and it's something so simple that i could really do easily right but my anxiety and just my overthinking was making it more than what it needed to be. Right, I couldn't even just relax and just be like, "Oh, this is cute." No, all of that extra shit came into play,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it took me a while actually. Something that should have took me like maybe fifteen minutes took me like two hours. Yeah,
1: but that's also because they took out art. And so yeah. we didn't really have a creative outlet.
0: This is true.
1: So we've already questioned lots of things because we, what we thought was good, like art we thought was good. Mm-hmm. And so like, Oh no, it's bad, it's not it's not worth it, don't mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm.
0: Unless you're like fucking Pablo Picasso or some shit. But
1: then when you go to school and you try to do art, it's like, Oh, what are you gonna do with this? Like you can't right. you like can't, you can't
0: make you a career out yeah, of it. Yeah, this is nothing. Yeah. And
1: then your our parents would be like, Oh, so
0: when are you gonna get a real job?
1: <laughs> so it's mm-hmm. like that's what's causing. Yeah, it. it's like because we're hearing these things, and then we start believing it, this and then is now true. We're, no, we're not we're, we're trying to redefine ourselves because we heard of things that were bad for us, or were not good for us, or wasn't going to work for us, mm-hmm. and we never found out a creative way to make it work for us. Yes, but now we're doing it. This is true. This is very true. Like, but we had to fight through it. We had mm-hmm. to really push through it because it was like because when you're a child your parents are they're everything they're they're sovereign to you yeah they they tell you what's good for you what's bad for you they Mm -hmm. tell you what's right and wrong but we never really thought about maybe our parents were Mm -hmm. wrong yeah and in therapy
0: and in just talking to other people at this point you realize your parents didn't know what the fuck they were doing Mm -mm. because like Think about when we were kids, looking at the people our age. We just thought they had everything to get, like they just looked so put together, like they knew exactly what they were doing. But now that we're in this position, just like y'all was just just Wait. winging it, wasn't y'all? Because that's exactly what we were doing. Like every single day, we're just like, well, I'm gonna try this today and hope
2: it works. Right? Yeah. Right. Like that's right. that's
0: because li- like, there's no handbook on adulting. There's no handbook on life. So every single day, we're just like, well, mm-hmm. and that's the same thing with parenting. It's just like, I don't fucking know. Right. I'm just trying to figure it out with you.
1: Right. And because uh, we all come from two people. Mm-hmm. And how do we know those people even planned us? Who? You know what I mean?
0: That's a whole nother trauma. So
1: they, <laughs> they, mm-hmm. they really had to wing it like, oh, this is happening. Yep. So, back in that day, if you got somebody pregnant, oh, well, you stuck with them for life, you have to get married, and you're going to stay married.
0: Exactly. Even if <laughs> it was an accident.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. So, it was just like, yeah, they were really winging it. And then most of them were kids. Like, yeah. my grandma was 15 when she had her first. Mm.
0: I think my grandma was, I want to say, 16 when she got pregnant and 17 when she had my mom.
1: See, that's that's, mm-hmm. so that's something we don't really like didn't think about yeah. it, like, they were children. Like, what was I doing at 15, 16 years But old. then,
0: when our generation has kids at like, you know, 15, 16, 17, oh, y'all fast, y'all just out here. Do-.
1: Uh, Excuse me, how old was you? But that's because they were our parents. That's what they felt like they have to do. Because I just had a conversation with my mom mm-hmm. the other day, and she was talking about, she was w- watching an old movie, A Summer's Place. Mm, and Never it, heard of it. I know. But it was just about like these generational traumas Mm -hmm. how their parents it was a couple who fell in love at this place Mm -hmm. and they're young but their parents they came at that they came to that place when they were their age and Mm -hmm. they fell in love they couldn't be together but they loved each other their entire lives Mm -hmm. so they would always be at this place Mm -hmm. and so uh, the, the the new younger couple they end up being together even though their parents eventually divorced their original parents and they mm. get together the original couple mm. and now that means that the snook up were technically brother and sister the mm. age, But they love each other mm-hmm. and they get pregnant so the parents rather than like oh we can't just tell them no we this we were them but they're young they're 15 16 years old my mom's like you have lost me <laughs> <laughs> no sorry, Bob. I'm telling you but my mom's sitting here praising this movie like yeah they love each other they gonna love this baby I'm like if this was me at 15 years old you mm-hmm. would have been pissed off she said but I would have had a grandbaby by now oh so, uh, oh, oh okay uh huh but I'm telling you But if I had actually
0: been the pregnant fifteen year old, you Ms. would keep paying out your goddamn Miss, Ma'am. Uh-huh. My son told her.
1: She said, No, I wouldn't have done that. I'm like, ma'am, you are different. You're a different person than when you were twenty years mm-hmm. ago. When you was my parent because, at that age. Yeah. <laughs> because you was not saying that and you made it very clear that's not that was not what it was. Like you been not have the no, uh oh baby says no uh oh. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even <laughs> doing what you had to do to get the uh oh baby. Uh-huh. You bet not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then you find, like, um, people who have kids, and then they see their parents, their grandparents, just like, mm-hmm.
0: Like, where, where was this the... shit when I was a baby?
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right, you live and you learn, and you become more easy mm-hmm. yeah. as you get older.
0: Definitely. As you get older, you become more relaxed. Because so then also, that's not your responsibility. Right. If that child come just, fucked up, it wasn't my fault. I could just give it right back to you. Yep. That's your
1: problem. Yep right <laughs> okay and then let's get on to the last one if trauma can be passed down like an inheritance so can healing
0: mm-hmm and we've talked about a lot of like going to therapy never gonna stop advocating for it uh-huh. and healing and I think that's true like that's what our generation is doing right we are healing so that we are no longer passing down the trauma right. like we recognize it right and we're like okay enough is enough and don't like i said there's still going to be trauma passed down that we don't really we can't control like i said the pandemic that is going to be a part of somebody's intergenerational trauma not even somebody as a collective us, yeah. because that's what it is intergenerational trauma is a collective thing all of us are going to experience this and it's going to be passed down there's nothing we can do about that right. that is out of our control but the things that we can control are saying okay well, since this is a trauma that's going to be passed now, let's work on
2: it. And let's go it there.
0: Exactly. What can we do to help the situation versus mm-hmm. letting it fester, letting people get PTSD when somebody coughs, le- instead of letting, um, I don't know, being inside, making you claustrophobic and things like that. Like, there are ways to deal with it, and that's what we're learning now. Right. Like, there are methods. You don't just have to struggle and deal with it. By yourself. And just praying it goes away.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. And there's all kinds of communication skills and mediators. So if you mm-hmm. have a problem now that can still be fixed with your parents or your grandparents, mm-hmm. communication is key. Absolutely. So yeah, they're still going to have different mindsets or even just different beliefs in you. But it's just mm-hmm. you have to be able to cope and be able to maneuver. Just like how these new parenting skills mm-hmm. are able to reason and find a compromise with their children Mm -hmm. so same as with our our parents and grandparents like we have to find ways to reason and understand one another
0: yeah i absolutely agree i do and like you said there there there's still opportunities like if you have a problem with this person do it now because as we're finding out in the pandemic is fickle. Life is very fickle. It could be here one minute and gone the next. So reach out to that person, and get to the bottom of it, if you can.
1: Right. Yeah. And if you can't, you've done everything you, you mm-hmm. you've done everything you could. Then let mm-hmm. it go. It's somehow, like this, is something this is a battle you just cannot yeah. win. Um. The, the again, that's how you can talk to therapy or have a, a social group that has something mm-hmm. to deal with that. But it's like. Don't just go on and try to Mm -hmm. fill the void with other things, like alcohol or drugs or anything Mm -hmm. or other addictions, because we know that's not going to work. This is going to cause more harm to yourself and to other people that come after you or around you. Mm
0: -hmm. And one thing I have learned is sometimes no closure is the closure,
1: right?
0: And that's, that's a hard lesson to learn Yeah. because you want, you want to know that reason why you just have to figure it out. That's, you're not going to get that. Mm-hmm. Just let it go. Right. Like that's the only way to move forward. That's the only way to heal from it is to just be like, okay, you know what? There's literally nothing I can do at this point. I've done everything that I can do. That's my closure. You've done your part. Right. That's it. You can't force somebody else's hand you've done your part that's all Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: and find what works for you if maybe not going to every family event because yeah. something's gonna trigger you that's something you just that's just your ministry don't do mm-hmm. it you know so just find what works for you and be able to maneuver life in a way that works for you yeah with the best efficiency that you can do sometimes our resources are short i mean we, we're, we're all lacking, mm-hmm. and that's something we all have to understand as people, as humans, no matter what race we are, no matter what mm-hmm. our how much money we make, like so all of us are lacking something somewhere, yeah, right. in some aspect, right? Because yeah.
0: nobody has 100% of everything,
1: right? Because nobody is perfect, no one's perfect, yeah. Like we said, Kanye is going through a whole mental breakdown, mm-hmm. <laughs> so and he has all the fame, all the money, he, mm-hmm. beautiful woman. I mean, yeah, it's, it's always. Something,
0: you know? And then, like, and that's the thing. We don't know all the trauma that he's gone through. Like, yes, he lost his mom. But I'm sure... I mean, he was in, what, multiple traumatic car accidents where he's almost lost his life and things like that. Like, those things take a toll. Mm-hmm. Like, there is always something going on in somebody's life that you don't know about. Right.
1: Yeah. Always something. We don't mm-hmm. know what happens behind closed doors. And Absolutely. we are all a little house behind some closed door. Mm-hmm. So, just try your best to show grace to yourself and the people around you.
0: Mhm. Absolutely, I
1: agree. Mhm. All right, all right, everyone. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and tell a friend. We appreciate honest feedback and constructive criticism. If you have any questions or want to contact us, you can DM us on our Instagram at the Millennial Hour Podcast or email us at themillennialhourpodcast.gmail.com. Our individual Instagrams are Candice, C-A-N-D-I-S-S underscore Sherelle, S-H-E-R-I-L-L, and Jay's is F-A-W-K-J-A-Y. Bye! Bye!